Pod liver oil welcomes you. So it's it's the half hour of sunlight we have on December 19th. <laughs> You're wearing eyeshadow today. I'm wearing eyeshadow. I've been oh my wearing. Gosh. We go to church. Okay. I see we, Caroline we trying church. to attract a church guy. I'm wearing my, you know, I'm, I'm dressed up for the season. You know, I have been trying to put, I've been trying to put like eyeshadow, perfume and nails mm. on to see what happens. And honestly, you kind immediately of started dating my cousin. <laughs> Interesting. Kind of insane. Yeah, the immediate reactions. Like they're like, Oh, I guess that's I guess that is a female. It's weird how I've been aggressively really doing really feminine self care things and nothing has changed. <laughs> that's not true. You literally just got a string of texts from multiple people begging you to wife up. That you literally, literally just not what happened seven times this morning that's uh, readers i can assure you that didn't <laughs> happen <laughs> it was implied it was implied we're, um, we we are not manifesting implied interactions <gasps> we're manifesting commitment. explicit commitment. commitment oh no please no no <laughs> <laughs> how did you find that hetty hetty she Hedy. knows i hate it hey she is Hetty, yeah, good girl. Put that down. That was uh, that was inappropriate. That was Lucia's roommate, the human, who will not stop chewing <laughs> balls. Um, um. So, what are our big transformations this week? Well, how did you transform this week? So that's an interesting question. Um, By dating my cousin. Um, that that's one of them. Um, yeah. So I went to. Chris Kindle marked with uh with Lucia and uh yeah your your cousin was nice. Um, I I invited you because I was so low energy and couldn't interact with him right. but I and you know what you did show up and immediately bring energy to Thank me. You. And I think maybe that's one thing that attracted you to him was he saw the power that you have he to saw- revive me <laughs> and to make me a more fun person. Yeah, that's probably. And he thought, pr- "Oh, I could use someone like that." That's a, that's a really big red flag. Thank you so much <laughs> for bringing that up at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to be considered the battery of the situation. Um, <laughs> just like, yeah, the Duracell. Um, no, but that's. I mean, I I don't really like to talk about my private life anywhere besides uh, on a stage in front of two hundred people. So <laughs> I really want to keep this sort of low key. <laughs> um, we'll move on. I had a big week. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. This is going to be one of the illusions. You know, I'm really making strides in my life. You know, one step forward, two steps back. It's like okay, Lucia. <laughs> I made this week. I'd say was two steps forward, three steps back. That's exciting. So I'm just taking more steps. More steps back. That's a <laughs> that's a direction. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any real big stuff happen this week. <laughs> you just said you had a big week <laughs> <laughs> to pump myself up. Uh, oh, so so you have an exciting week coming up. Coles might be canceled. Coles might be canceled. That's you know actually I was I was gonna text you this last night. Coles is the. Uh, the op- the most historic open mic in the city uh, that Lucia hosts um, these days, and yeah, it's just 
periodically ravaged by covid variants um yeah i was gonna text you yesterday it feels like we're back to like an inward stroke mm. of covid because everything's shutting down again mm -hmm. not shutting down no things are not shutting down we were just at a christmas service where they just encouraged us to hug everyone they around encouraged us. us to take off our masks and just <laughs> just exchange breath directly into our neighbor's mouth for uh, for warmth for a minute and a half yeah but um it does feel like I, it was sort of hitting me yesterday that I was like, oh, yeah, we're back to, like, it's not as safe to go out and have fun and everything has to be indoors anyway because it's cold. So it feels, again, like a, a isolation period. Yeah. Which, um, at least we've experienced it now, so it won't be such a shock. Yeah. But it does feel weird after the whole summer of, like, even though COVID was happening, it felt like things were back to normal. It did. It did. It did feel like things were back to normal. And something about the warmer weather lends itself to sort of just being able to socialize regardless of what's happening around. Um, but since it's the dead of winter, you can't really just casually have a park hang and have it be mm. enjoyable. As enjoyable as like gathering indoors and and hugging your neighbor for a minute and a half um yeah it's it does se seem like it's an inward inward stroke i think this may be the year where i'm finally cured of my introversion hmm. um now that you can't see anyone now that i can't see anyone that might i have felt the inklings of like yeah i would like to socialize mm. more this year than ever and i think that's a trauma response that's a trauma response <laughs> You're deciding that when you can't do it. <laughs> That's a trauma response. Is it a trauma response? Well, I think I think I think being an introvert could be a trauma response to having a room full of um, boys that could punch me at any moment mm. and would punch me at any moment. That's not. I mean, that sounds bad, but um, Irish Catholic family. Uh, everyone is really proud of how uh, strong they are. They're they're finely tuned machines were able to convert potato into uh, a protein through the generations. So everyone's really psyched about their muscles mm. in uh, that kind of family. Well, you know, what? we're more than halfway through the month. I think we should do a pod liver oil check-in. <gasps> Tablespoon of pod liver oil. D d pod, pod sember. It's pod sember at the at pod liver oil, as all of you know. I yeah. hope you've been celebrating with us. I've been getting a lot of uh, notes, DMs. Um, pages that people are on board on board that they're not doing it but they support us and <laughs> they're willing to send money um i did immediately start taking a tablespoon of cod liver oil and then immediately had diarrhea interesting in a positive way though in a positive way <laughs> okay yeah i uh are you still doing it daily i'm not doing it daily but i've slipped up one or two days what the heck I slipped up one or two days. We made an agreement. We looked each other in the eyes, oh, in, the, in the dark, deep blue eyes. You know what? Your your blue eyes look extra blue right now. Is that the cod liver oil? Is that the I, I I don't know. I do feel like I've been glowing extra. Yeah, I wouldn't say that like <laughs> quite so. <laughs> um, no, yeah, you you are glowing as always though. You're glowing um, in your you. eyes because we put eyes. on eyeshadow. Is it because of the eyeshadow? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, your eyes look extra blue. I, I, I was, I was voted bluest eye in my my sixth grade science class. I will Shut say that. Up. Yeah, I know. So, how has um, your have you? Do you feel like it's affected? I do feel like I've been extra stable. 
Agreed. Hard agree. I, I, I have nothing but raving reviews. I worry about, and I'm not going to Google it, the amount of vitamin D mm. that I'm getting from the... That's why we haven't gotten COVID, though. Actually, yeah. I think it, 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 it probably is. I mean, uh, Omicron variant is ravaging the city currently. Um, and, and it can't hit us. It's trying to it hit can't. us and it can't. We haven't gotten it. it oh my can't. gosh, knock on... Knock on... Uh, what is this called? Plaster. Plaster. Um, yeah, I feel great. I feel my mood is stable. I've been sleeping amazingly, except for last night because I had four cups of coffee for mm. some reason and cleaned my apartment at 2 a.m. And uh, yeah, what just just found myself like, you know, going through old files like, <laughs> am I having a, a genius bipolar moment <laughs> where I'm manic at 2 a.m. like Van Gogh? Uh, and no. And then I remembered that I went to La Colombe and got two large coffees the day before for no reason. Um, but, uh, yeah, but besides that, I've been pretty stable and, and, and like my feminine energy has been off the charts. I mean, I think, I think it speaks for itself, you know, it's been undeniable (laughs) to the point where I can't contain it. Yeah. When I invite you to events, people ask you out. Stop. It's happened. Oh, my gosh. Um, I have felt incredibly stable. Yeah. My bowel movements have been impeccable, except for, a stretch, of, except, except for a stretch of three days. Where it was explosive or? Where it was. I was constipated for some reason. Huh. Interesting. But I think that was because I suddenly started eating a lot of beef stew. Ooh. That <laughs> was enough. <laughs> And my body wasn't used to the amount of red meat I was eating. But that consuming. was also you recovering from the from the curry. That oh my god, this has been a huge. This has been a huge month. A huge <laughs> month for me. Oh my god, wait, we got to backtrack wait, a little back bit. Up. So I haven't had a single romantic encounter in the past <laughs> month, but I have had a lot going on with my digestive system, which is sort we of we measure time by the the large uh, pots of of meal that she's made for. <sighs> it's been rough, so. <laughs> So two weeks ago, I made this giant green curry and ate it and then had to run to a comedy show. And on my way there, I immediately start buckling over on the street and I'm like, oh, and I can just. It's a good omen. It's a good omen. And it, it was like being in a cartoon where my stomach is bubbling and I was like, oh my God. Uh. And then I had to go on stage and actually my cousin was in town and he happened to be out in the audience and I'm going, I'm going to have diarrhea down the leg. I'm going to have diarrhea down the leg. I'm going to have diarrhea down the leg. And I'm just, (laughs) and I'm just announcing to everyone I see that I have diarrhea. Were you announcing it on stage? No, (laughs) I've tried that before and audiences don't get it. Yeah. Um, They don't, they don't get it. (laughs) They don't get it. (laughs) They're not. (laughs) <laughs> they're not there yet yeah they just like don't think it's funny when you come on stage and you're like Bleh. i know um when i i think it is i've always thought don't. it was really it's really funny to talk about how anxious you're on stage but audiences somehow don't like that they somehow don't like that yeah um they want a calm stable presence so yeah i i had a lot of digestive distress from the screen career that i made to the point where the next day it felt like i got punched in the gut and my stepmom had to make me medicinal yogurt drink and then, um, and then I got my period and also made a beef stew, which is unusual for me, but I'm getting into beef stew that cured my ADHD. So that was a pretty big week for me. <laughs> 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 and then, 
And then... Wait, so what was it about the green curry now that you've had some time to I ponder? don't know. I think it was... I really don't know. I think it was just like... It was very spicy. And I think there was something about it that my body just didn't like. Interesting. It... Because I... But I've had other curries and it's fine. So I don't know if it's just like the little can that I was using. I don't know. Well, I wonder if something was bad in it. Did you put anything besides curry sauce in the curry? No, it was just curry sauce. Really? Coconut milk and vegetables. Everything that I had put in a previous curry. Huh. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll never know. We'll never know. And that's one of the hard things is sometimes you don't get closure. That's one of the hard things of life. Sometimes you don't get closure. Sometimes you don't get closure. You can't text the curry and be like, hey. Can you meet up for a coffee? Like, hey, I just want to explain <laughs> every aspect of my emotions through every point in our relationship. And you don't have the opportunity for the curry to ignore your text. My that's cur- really frustrating. It's frustrating. My curry doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> Yeah, that's so refreshing because it's so it's so important to be able to send you know a a a, a three paragraph long text and then be ignored and then be ignored yeah and that's what's happening to me right now that's what's happening is I'm begging you're begging for the opportunity for to be the able opportunity to, to be heard <laughs> <laughs> so that was so well, this was a, good, a, a pretty fun month after it all. was a good month for me <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah so there were these three big events so it was the curry we should map that out. We should map that out to the moon. Was that on the... So the it was the curry. The curry, the beef the stew. Moon, beef stew full And moon. then throughout the process, the cod liver oil. Cod liver oil And so the, the whole point of this was that my digestive... I got constipated. And I think it was a result of the curry <laughs> and not the cod liver oil. <laughs> I am begging to get asked out. <laughs> Anyone take me from my life. <laughs> take me from the life I created for Let's myself. talk about how dating has been going. <laughs> I am just not interested. I w- you know what? I hard disagree with you. I want no. What I'm not interested in is the options available. Yeah. I think I would have found a husband today at church if we didn't have to wear masks. Yes, I think the masks are really making it a problem. The masks really do make it hard to connect with someone. Um, I and the we thing were is- both talking to a married pastor, and I feel <laughs> like if 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 he had just been able to slipped down in you then yeah he would have left his wife hey hey, let's not go that far but at least he would have considered intrusive thoughts about you (laughs) over the next week (laughs) (laughs) which is all we're really asking for at this point (laughs) all i want is a guy to have intrusive thoughts about exactly but i just have decided i think dating apps are evil I don't think they're good. I agree. I don't I think like they're them. a giant waste of time. And I was reading this article and it was like, what style of dating is good for you? And it was, it said like dating apps are good for people who like talking to strangers. Mm. And I don't. I feel like, I feel like you're, you're good at talking. No, you're not. You're not. When I first met you, you were very cold and distant. Yeah. Um, which is, I respect. It takes me a I, while I to warm up to people. It takes me a really long time to be my tr- truest self. Yeah. As people have seen as I've opened up throughout the podcast. Yeah, yeah, That's so interesting, though, because I've found a lot of success in online dating, and I don't think I... But I'm, you have since you were a child. I have since I was a, a young, young, young lass. Um, yeah, I think you're either good at talking to strangers or you're um, just more comfortable with writing, and I've always been more comfortable like with with writing as opposed to verbal um 
that's I don't know, but but I have also come to the conclusion like I have <coughs> Hinge on my phone, but I have I, don't, I think I've opened it once in the last two months. It's I just exhausting. It and I just, it. The thing is like the thing is I have dated guys that I met on apps and it's gone fine, but it there's a there's kind of a violence of in trying to meld your life with someone that you have no context with. Like mm. there's it's just like <gasps> Oh, snap. snap, 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 snap. Um, <laughs> That's how you um, respond to snaps is instead of letting it carry you into the next thing you say, you stop and you go, oh, oh snap, snap, snap. <laughs> oh, snap. And that's instead of letting it build into more greater energy, you stop. Yeah. And if, s- if I'm telling a joke and the audience is laughing, I immediately stop and, and, and panic. Yeah. And I've just- actually been in shows where the audience is snapping and I have to say, please stop snapping. Yeah, please stop snapping. You can't hear me over the, the yeah, crescendo. But um, yeah, so, th- so that's another example. That's like an example right there of how, you know, texting that wouldn't come up and it would, that, that awkward moment wouldn't have come up. And that's why it's been so successful. But I have decided to stop doing it because, yeah, like I, for example, like, you know, you find yourself in a relationship, you, you hit it off, you find yourself in a relationship, you don't, no one they know went to the same school as you, your, no, your families don't know each other, like, you don't no, know their friends, you don't know their reputation, yeah, you don't know yeah. if they're literally, and you're trying they have to, a gambling addiction they're not telling you about. You're in the middle of it, and then you have to try to, like, get that information from those around you, but you're already an, an enemy at that point, you're on, you're on foreign territory, mm. and no one, no one reveals the military secrets to you Mm, military interesting that you brought that up so now i i definitely feel it just um feels very unromantic to me and um i part of it i think is also like i was raised in a very like religious community context and like community was like our church was big um and like I just grew up in a lot of contexts that I think made me comfortable with that. And the idea of like, yeah, you had like the neighborhood over for meals and playing music and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, then the idea of the, it's like a jarring thing of you're just sitting down with a stranger who literally could be a a murderer, a murderer, a psycho. And you're not able to really suss out the red flags because you don't know. There's no one you can ask about their who they really are. And it's just, it's all, it feels bad. Yeah. It just feels very unromantic. And, and, but it also feels like sometimes it's the only way to date now because everyone's on dating apps. And I feel like a lot of, but but it's it's become so normal. I know that it is now what people like. But here's the thing, my hot take, people don't really like it. No one really wants to date You'll that way unless we're all thinking it. We're no one really wants to date that way. Maybe there are some people who are good that way, but I think most people probably don't enjoy that process. Yeah. And um and it's also new. It's a new technology. Like it feels so normal now and like we have to do it, but People my, weren't our, online. Our people brains haven't evolved to have our an brains. Our eyes haven't. Section. Our eyes haven't evolved to the size that would be necessary for them to be comfortable <laughs> with online dating. Our eyes haven't evolved to the size where we would be like attractive enough to not use a, a filter, a baby face filter on Instagram mm, for online dating. 
so it's incompatible. Yeah. Our eyes haven't evolved to the size where we would look like a manga character <laughs> in our on our profile. So that I could attract the guys that would actually yeah. be into me. That would actually oh, crap. have a chance. That, where, that play Zelda like the Zelda t-shirt that you are that I'm wearing. maybe that's the wrong energy I'm putting off that I don't actually want to date a I gamer. really do think that you are um you're just you're just throwing sp- spaghetti against a wall and seeing what sticks you know you're you're wearing bulls jerseys you're wearing mm. you know <laughs> endangered species animals prints uh you're wearing Doc Martens you're wearing uh Ann Taylor Loft uh sweaters this and is Oaken Fort open for him you're wearing (laughs) (laughs) you're wearing both really tight and really loose jeans at the same time at the same time (laughs) i respect it i respect the hustle you're getting around (laughs) in a way (laughs) Uh, i'm getting around with my image yeah yeah you're you're being whatever um whatever a beta male wants to envision Mm, you as absolutely no i'm i'm content with life my life is amazing my life is amazing too i don't think i could i would change a single thing i wouldn't change a single thing about it i love and accept my life the way it is and um truly i'm not worried about you i'm not worried about me the only time i worry about dating is when i'm comparing myself to other people yeah but otherwise i'm like no my life is perfect i read two books yesterday did you read two books yesterday? <laughs> two books too many books oh we're yeah. accomplishing goals in this house yeah yeah we're building we're working on skills but you know what is interesting is dating apps weren't even normal like when i was in college like it's such a new thing Mm. like it really is within the last like seven years that it slowly became i remember there was a guy at my college who was on okcupid and we were all like yeah what, I you was weirdo and he was dating a lot of people and so i was always like okay this guy's addicted to dating weird yeah but like it was after college i think that's when like tinder and hinge got really popular tinder has always freaked me out a little bit but um yeah hinge when hinge came out that seemed like a more because it had like a facebook element to it yeah it felt a little less okay cupid was weird I, me, me and a few of my friends were on OkCupid for a while. What I liked about that is because is it was like MySpace in that you could like have HTML and like you could like make your page like really reflect you um, in an unnecessary to an unnecessary degree. Um, but like with Hinge, you just answer like a prompt and that's it. It's so it's so like ugh, it's so impersonal. It's so actually you want to. I think I just cracked the code on why you cracked the code. Good one. I cracked the code. <laughs> on why dating apps don't work for me and i it's a conversation i was having with my brother yesterday we were raised in a house where my f- parents like insulated us from mainstream media and like technology r- really hard and like they put our tv in this little cabinet and so it was like one like my mom called the tv the idiot box uh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> we like weren't i've like never seen movies like most, <laughs> like most, name a movie, I probably haven't seen it. Dude, you like are always watching movies now though. I just started and yeah. I have to force myself. Like watching a movie that I haven't seen is very uncomfortable oh, for me. Oh, that's so interesting. So, so like I was raised in this like household where we had more information about gnomes and puppet making mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. and 
than cable TV and Dong Kwai and and supplements. Yeah. So I'm just literally not wired for like, yeah. Internet connection. Interesting. Yeah. I, we were, we had three or four TVs in the house, but weren't allowed to watch TV. So you do the math. Um, Mm. We just went to another room and watched TV (laughs) for as many hours as we could fit in. Um, Yeah. It definitely was wired towards, yeah, the the moving, exciting box um, through Dragon Ball Z, sneaking Dragon Ball Z in with my older brother. Um, and then we also had, like, a family computer, and they had, you know, the messaging and all that. So I think from a young age, I just thought that was fun. I had, we had a family computer, and I got, I'm trying to think. I had, a fam- I had like, public school friends who I would see into this like little world. I remember like in, I was maybe in sixth grade. My friend was in seventh grade at the public school. And the, I was like, these public school kids are They're nuts. Wild. I remember she was like, yeah, I'm bisexual. And I was like, what? And she was like on MySpace changing her song. And she was like, yeah, my mom says it's phase, but I don't know. And then she's like, yeah, I was just making out with my friend. like, that. And I was like, what are these? Well, we just learned how to say Jesus loves me in sign language. <laughs> you know, I'm just like so <laughs> sheltered and confused. And I'm like, oh, this big wide world. Did you go to an all-girls school or? No. Yeah. But I had like 20 kids in my class mm. every year. So, so I had, and we like had a family computer at home, but I just didn't, I just didn't You didn't have, play Bug Dumb or anything growing up? I only played Frogger. Frogger was good. Uh, Frogger was not good. I take that back. Um, I mean, it was good for me. It scratched yeah. the itch. We played, we had a lot of educational games, which were really fun. And um, yeah, playing the computer, playing the computer was really fun. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Online dating now, it just seems like, it seems elementary to me. It seems like not genuine. It's not genuine. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, I uh, don't want to talk about dating anymore let's stop but talking I, about dating uh, i'm glad that we cracked the code don't know what you mean by that <laughs> <laughs> but yes emphatically yes we have cracked the code i think we figured out dating i think we've got it down to a science it's uh have a mutual connection um but don't because that's awkward mm. um just sort of like fall into each other's laps and naturally evolve into a, a 20 year long marriage yeah 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 yeah. You know, last thing i'll say on it is i think um dating apps can remove the like it's good to go through single periods i think and mm-hmm. it's good to learn how to be happy to be single and i think like it's very easy there i think there's just like a we have a cultural thing with like being single is sad or something, or like you shouldn't be single or shouldn't be happy being single and you should want to be pursuing a relationship. So like dating apps make you feel like you're actually dating or like 
you're in the process of that or something. And I think it can make it like an impatient process rather than just being like, it's this rushing. is it's it's, rushing it. That's you're, the you're word. You're not going through the season as the Bible would like the, the single season, like the single, single season, like the Bible says, yeah, like the Bible says <laughs> per, per the YouTube video I watched three weeks ago about how the Bible says you go through a single season, but didn't quote the Bible at any point. Um, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it's important to have that, introspective time figure out who you are uh your hobbies and be comfortable being alone um and and yeah if you have if you just have like notifications all the time like oh he likes you chad likes you a million other people i'm actually chad too yeah chad was had so many red flags so many red flags yeah how's that beat farmer oh we that was dead in the summer. I'm sorry. Ugh. It was the same coal or something. Yeah, he sent me paragraphs because Caroline messaged him saying, hey, this is my friend. You should talk to my friend. And then he sent me paragraphs and I jumped ship. Yeah, it was too much. Too much writing. You're like, I'm off duty. Al- Lucia's a writer. I'm a writer. <sighs> so it's almost the new year. It's almost the new year. Um, hey, I don't really have a ritual that I partake in around the new year. I'm just wondering, hey, like, is there anything that you do maybe at the end of the year to prepare for the year and maybe reflect on the last year month by month? Interesting you should ask because we were just talking about this earlier. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I do. It's so funny that we were talking about that earlier. I do. I started a thing that I got through an email and it's called the reflection ritual journal. And, um, it's, it's all like all the prompts and everything are made out for you. And the first part is you do a full, you need to set aside like five hours to do it, but you, the first part is (laughs) where do you keep getting five hours from like in your days? Because I'm pretty sure everything you do takes five hours, but there's only, it's like a Sunday activity. Yeah. It's not really five hours. I'd say it takes a solid three hours. So the beginning is you um, you do like a month-by-month month reflection of everything that happened in the previous year. So you, so you go through like your Instagram and photos and everything and your calendar and you remember like what you did each month. And, um, and it's pretty trippy because you'll remember things that happened that you forgot about and you just sort of like remember what happened in the previous year. And then you do intention setting and just like a sort of closing the book of the previous year. And then, um, and then you do like goal setting and intention setting for the next year. I really like it. And then you're supposed to do like a three, six, nine month check-in. I, I d- didn't do that at all. Three, six, nine, oh, like three months in, six months in. Yeah. Nine months Just in. to remember like your goals and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Setting goals is really hard for me. Um, oh, I'm addicted to it. Really? Yeah. I love setting goals. Yeah. I, I have never, I've never been good at setting goals because I, as soon as I like decide too strongly on on something i want to do my mind finds finds ways to self-sabotage me mm, interesting so i sort of avoid actually putting a lot of it well energy. i think you need to be open to what you really want i'm very good at that i'm very i i will say i am very open to my own dreams and longings yeah i i honestly think i am as well but i think um i think when it comes down to it 
when whatever goal I set, like say say for example, it's oh I want to perform on a certain show. Like at the end of the day, that is coming from a place of like, okay, I maybe I want the external validation or maybe I want to like impress that producer or things like that. But then I like keep boiling it down to like, oh, I want to feel like I'm mentally sharp and witty and like engaged with the world around me. And, you know, yeah, like I don't, I don't know. I I feel like there's ways to boil because if you, if you want something and then you don't get it, you could feel like, oh, like, shoot but then you look around yourself and you you realize that you have other things in your life that could take the place of that thing i just find it really hard to like put too much weight on a goal i don't know if that's like i don't put too much weight on mine though i sort of i because i don't I'm, i'm not someone who like i set goals and then i I mean, unless it's something like I want to learn French, then I'll like set a schedule every day. But yeah, I usually I have I let more goal. I let my goals like sit in a notebook and I like let myself write out. Actually, well, I got that. So I've been doing goal stuff and New Year's stuff for a long time, actually. So I've, I've done this like before I had this little journal, there was a life coach that I had once who also did a similar year reflection thing. And um and there was another journal that I used to use not to not to be name dropping these journals, but she has in one of the journals that had goal setting stuff, it said like on this page, write down all you the craziest goals that you wouldn't even if you think it's too crazy for you to have, like what would you want in an ideal world? And you write that down and it's like you just and then you just let it go. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I just put that there and the goals that I want, whether it's like shows I want to get on or things I want to do or like people I want to be friends with or get to know or whatever, I just write them down and then I just let it go. And it's like, if it happens, then it's meant to happen. And if it doesn't, then yeah. that wasn't the path for me. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm good at It's that. more just like saying, I, and I do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely do that. And like anything, every goal I have set like comes true, but I, yeah. it, uh, that I, relate to that because I don't it's not like I wake up every day and I'm like okay like my goal like I'm working towards my goal it's just like oh yeah there are things that I've and I do because that energy stresses me out the idea of like and maybe I would be better at certain things if I actually did that and did like more um thorough check-ins or whatever but yeah I prefer the process of like because there's some crazy things that have happened in my life that like I look back at my goal list and I'm like, holy yeah. crap. No, same. Or I'm or like, I'm that like, just happened. Yeah. And I really think it's like naming it for the universe so the universe can be like, yep, that's yours or it's not yours. Yeah. Or like even, okay, like sometimes you're going to sleep and maybe you don't really feel like setting an alarm and you're mi- you tell your mind, you're like, okay, well, if I had to go to church, I would have to wake up at 8 a.m. Guess we'll see what happens. And your body like wakes you up at 8 a.m. Like I think there's something, there's like, your mind is so responsive to what you program inside of it. Our mind has a little clock. Your our mind really does have a little clock. Like, and I, I found that in college a lot. And then I really want to like look into it more because my counselor at Lutheran church camp when I was in eighth grade said that she, she was like every morning. Yeah. I just say, okay, get me up at 7am. Yeah. And she would do it. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I'd still set an alarm because that freaks me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, and then, like, I remember, like, in track practices in, like, high school, the coach would be like, all right, do 72-second 400 repeats. And, like, I could just do 72 seconds. And I'm like, I don't even know how your body would be able to, like, it's so intelligent. Um, but, yeah, for all of our listeners who don't believe that the universe will deliver your... Uh, goals I know what you're talking about though because there are there are sometimes with law of attraction stuff which I think that like goal setting can I guess could be linked to or if you're like really trying to like manifest or like really you want this thing it can feel like evil and manipulative right which is why I like to just like write it and you're supposed to just like let it go supposed to write it and I and I also try to focus on like boiling it down to the flavor that I'm trying to like, as opposed to the actual thing. It's like, Oh, I want to feel secure and stimulated and excited and like eager, you know, for the day. not like, Oh, I want to date this guy. Like, it's like, well, with other people, especially it's like, it can right. be manipulative. You're yeah. not supposed to. There was someone I actually, I've heard there's a few places where it's like one way to do it also is to be like, I want this to happen. Or like whatever got or like this this or something better saying like <gasps> this is what better. I right or something better where it's like yeah. this is what I think I want if it's not meant for me then like whatever is better for mm-hmm. me. It's so funny how it it sounds like it sounds really voodoo to be thinking about goals and just putting them into the ether as something that might be delivered to you, but it's so funny how like if you're raised religiously, like that's what praying is, is like, please, like, yeah. please send me, which is also what praying isn't supposed to be, but that's like what we're yeah. taught where we're like, yeah, ask God for what you want. Yeah. Ask and you shall receive. It's yeah. like, but the Bible yeah. does say that. Yeah, it does. Ask and it's given. Um, that if you want a Tonka trunk, if you want a Tonka trunk, <laughs> <laughs> You gotta. Do you want a Tonka trunk for Christmas? You gotta do the squats. That's what people call my butt sometimes. <laughs> it's my Tonka trunk. Yeah. Um. Well, I think. Uh, I, I think, think you should do some big goal setting. I think I, I'm inspired by your journaling session. I'm gonna send you the journal. Yeah, send me the journal. I'm gonna do the journaling session. I think I'm gonna. I think Florida is gonna be a very transfer transformational time for mm. me. Um. Hopefully, and not just isolation like it was last. It's week. so interesting because it was like you know a lot of people, and I feel like spiritual people especially were saying like 2020 was this year of like, yes, it was horrible. People died, you know, but like but, QR codes exploded. Yeah, but. <laughs> But for me, you know, it was I like know, meditators being like, but for me, it really was this important time to slow down and go inward. And it's, and then like we came out of quarantine and it's, it was like life started moving really fast. Like this summer felt so long yeah, for me because it, it was just like, it, life felt like it exploded. And now it's like, I think it's healthier just to, to have like introspective seasons or to mm. like that's why i love the winter that the winter should b- more like, be a slower pace it feels like 
literally like how the lakes freeze over and crystallize and like there's snow on everything and everything's hibernating. Like I feel like that helps me like crystallize my thoughts throughout the year and like catch up to where I am in life by reflecting, you know, slowing down, slowing down, being dormant. But isn't that funny? Like I was just thinking today, like how Christmas symbolism is like snow falling on pine trees and, you know, like, Christmas was like in the Middle East and like <laughs> <laughs> desert. Like, what? We should actually all be in saunas. We should be in saunas, <laughs> purging our demons. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I I got a hot yoga membership for two weeks. Ooh, and I think I'm gonna. Is it? Does it start now? Yeah, I started at the day my kidney cleanse, which was a bad idea because you're not supposed to exercise. Yeah, but I'm gonna start are. going. Tuesday and I'm excited yeah to warm up it's great I really got a lot out of hot yoga and almost had I'm a little concerned about it raising my heart rate too much but Hmm. hmm it's honestly I know you're trying to avoid high intensity interval training or whatever but like they say that it's very healthy to have a variable heart rate throughout the day it's Mm. it's healthy to well that's just what I do by going on Instagram yes Going on Instagram is high intensity interval training. It spikes my cord is all like no one is the most destructive thing that we do (laughs) every single day. It is. There's nothing that anyone can do to stop us. There's nothing we can do. No, I find something new to get angry about on Instagram every day. Today I'm taking a Sunday off of social media. Except when I ask you to show me the story that you posted after this. Yeah, when I posted the story and she couldn't, she will not be able to sleep until I show her <laughs> what it was. Your hair looks gorgeous right now. Stop it. It's um, cascading down. You Dear do listeners, still need a haircut, but it this, right now looks okay. good. We don't need to qual. We, Dear listeners, this is a momentous moment because I am someone who does not like to do you know wild hairstyles i like my long hair but i'm also trying to you know be this like you know fashionable person and lucia is never satisfied with my haircut i'm back to not being satisfied with it it was more when the it was sort of your your bangs were sort of like that and then the light was hitting it so it looked like it was cascading down it looked like it was nice hair but it's actually not interesting okay Last haircut was at Supercuts. I God, I hate that. Well, because I was like going to Boston for work to like meet my new team, and I hadn't gotten a haircut in six months, so I was like, I really need to trim off the ends. And they did a fine job; like they did a decent job. I was just like, it's either me cutting my hair or Joe with the tattoos. (laughs) for twenty dollars <laughs> you could really hear that it. i was hitting we'll that. Do it again. oh it did show up i was hitting that on my head well i think this is a nice uh episode length for the attention span of our ADHD for tucker brookshire for he stopped he stopped after 30 minutes he said on our last yeah one, i so. think i think we should wrap it up but um i'm grateful for you in this christmas season i'm grateful for you, for you in this christmas season Aww. this solstice i'm grateful for you my church friend I'm grateful for you and my church friend. <laughs> mm. I'm grateful for all your journaling prompts <gasps> and uh, various tasks you assign to me throughout the weeks that uh, 
yeah, I just don't feel like I have time to accomplish. <laughs> so it keeps me on my toes. I'm grateful that we love and accept our lives exactly as they are. I'm grateful that there's nothing I would change about anything in my life. I'm grateful that, <laughs> I'm grateful that I actively am asking the universe not to change anything in my life. <laughs> I'm grateful that I'm asking the universe to not, yeah, to, to not allow change or growth um, in, in me or my life or, or lives of those around me. I'm grateful for Hedberg, Hedberg, mm. our resident weird dog. I'm grateful that I bought new black socks. I'm grateful you bought, you got three socks gifted to you by your roommate because you were wearing such dirty socks that they <laughs> couldn't look at them anymore. <laughs> grateful. Grateful. Well, thank you as always for listening, Mr. Twyman. And <laughs> dad, congrats on finding the podcast that we've kept anonymous. Um, the wor- hard work has paid off. The late nights have paid off. And you did, in fact, find the correct episode. Welcome. <laughs> He called me I, every time I talked to him on the phone. He's like, what is your podcast? <laughs> it's a work in progress. <laughs> We're working on the table. Yeah. Okay. Well, goodbye. <laughs>